Yeah, they had us the first half, I'm not gonna lie. Oh, could be Wayne! I think I got my swagger back. Oh, oh! I love it, baby! Them orange bridges! Something about them orange bridges! Ball hit high in the air in the right field! Going back to Sayre! And Tennessee can say hello with Column. A grand slam in the bottom of the ninth. You can't draw it up any better. We just won a basketball game, and we're very happy right now. I made up my mind. I don't expect to ever look back. I'm going to stay at the University of Tennessee. Yeah! Riddit did to do and welcome into more important issues. It is Thursday, July 28th. I'm Land. I'm Caleb. He's landed. Good <laughs> Lord. We should do that. You know what? <laughs> Switch. God bless. We've got Joe with us here tonight, too. If you don't know us um, by now, I don't I don't know what you're doing. Well, hey, I hope I hope there's some new listeners in here tonight. I hope you stick around. Um, we've got Joe who I found out was um, at least famous adjacent golfer today, so that was that was pretty cool. Um Speaking of that, I'm excited. I'm going to go ahead and lead it before we get into an exciting show because we're in position previews, which means it's almost football time in Tennessee. 35 days. 35-day countdown is on. Position preview time. We've got some exciting stuff coming up too, but the Hacker Cup, August 20th. Landon will be there. Some tailgate folks will be there. Joe, I believe, will be there. We've got a great giveaway. Missouri tickets. Revenge game. Like, uh, Why did Eli Drinkwitz go and make that a revenge game? It's funny when we're going to talk about FPI today and the percentage. Why did, why did he have to do that? Yeah, I mean, it didn't make any sense why he was trying to just dunk on Tennessee when – even if he got that win, it's one win. Like, what is that – does that really do anything to his rec- – that would make him 500. It wouldn't make him – it would or wouldn't? It would. Okay. So he's 11 and 12 at Missouri. He's a math guy. He's just, he's just counting what he think. You know what he thinks he should. He yeah, can. I mean, I, I get it. Like fifty percent, that's count. pretty good. You know. Yeah, no, hundred percent. I, I mean, what? Listen, but you but when your one you loss is to a three and seven Tennessee team, not, good, not a good look. Yeah, it's not a not a good look at all. Yeah, yeah, it's just an interesting interesting move. But anyways, you can win tickets to that game. We're gonna have a closest to the pin. Landon's going to be on a, on a tee box with the, with the tailgating crew. It's going to be a fun time in that prize pack that we're giving away. University of Traditions, one of my favorites, wearing the new cream hat right now. Joe's going to have one soon. Landon's going to have a gray. Shout out to University of Traditions. They're, they're the, I feel like I can now say, and if you know me, that's the coolest thing I've ever had in my life. So I'm very happy. Yeah. I, I've got probably 200 hats sitting in my room right now. Um, Emily gets me every time I come home with a new one. She's not extremely happy now that they're coming straight to me in a box. So, um, yeah, it is what it is. I love, I love university traditions. I was telling Landon before I told Adam over there, he was a great dude. I was like, listen, your hats are too good. You make me want to buy other States. And I know it's the, the good news is it's not team related. So you can, you know, but the problem is that the LSU one purple and gold, it's beautiful though. The old miss red and blue. Beautiful. 
and you mentioned that I hate it. I hate it with every fiber of my being, but that Kentucky blue is nice. It looks good. Yeah. It makes me want one so bad. It. it makes me want one so bad. I love this so much that I, I sent it to a bunch of Kentucky fans that I know. Um, hey, that, that's what you got to I can't do. buy one you, just for, for me, but right. I, I can I can help you out a little bit because it looks good. And and I, I told um, told Adam just before I hopped on here, um, and I think I told you, God told me that he liked my black one, and that's one of my favorite ones. And I was like, here, have it. It's awesome. Take it. I, I, I want to spread the love. I gave away a hat. Okay. I should have done a hat, hat Dang, swap. Good now Samaritan, Caleb. What are you doing, dog? <laughs> hey, somebody, somebody like, hey, man, I like those draws you got on. Are you just going to hand them over? Dude, depends. If they're university <laughs> traditions and they're this beautiful, heck yes, I will. <laughs> yes, Some I will. Draws. Man. So, no, I love it. Go check them out. Buy a hat. Um, I'm sure you're a Tennessee fan if you're in here, but, but go buy a hat. And then we'll be at the Hacker Cup. Sign up if you want to play. It's going to be fun at Iguani Farms in Knoxville, or I guess technically in Maryville, but you get it. Yeah. You get it. You get it. I mean, beautiful course. Beautiful. I can't wait. I played it in a tournament recently. I'm very excited to be there. Oh, we got the tees in. You can't really see them right now, but good news, they're the good plastic tees, guys. I didn't cheap out on you. Plastic tees, you're going to use them. You're going to keep them forever. They're awesome. They've got more important issues on them. Tennessee orange. Tennessee orange. They are gorgeous, man. I'm I'm very pleased. I like those. Those I don't even play golf, and I'm going to use them. this is my first time ordering a, uh, in ordering tees, and I, I'm uh, extremely happy. So I'm, I'm pumped for the hacker. Make sure you sign up. Like I said, tailgating. It's, you'll get a little tailgating for football season, so it'll be fun. I, I like that Landon starting out with one of my favorite questions that we've we've had recently. Um, because I like – first off, it, it kind of shows your – like it shows how old everyone is, so it's interesting. Get the idea of your listeners, and, and we had a wide variety. Missy Sports Idol. Yeah. I thought there was there was a good one that that was in there that like a lot of people said, but I didn't think of it when I tweeted the question out. That's John Ward. That's a really good one because like when you think of Tennessee sports, like yes, you think of John Ward, but you're thinking of him, you know, calling a play. Um, So that that was just a different one that I I thought was really cool because yeah, I, I didn't specifically say they had to play for the University of Tennessee. Dude, that's a good one. I, I hate that. I might have to change mine. And mine's kind of – it's funny because I do have a few because, you know, you when you watch Tennessee over your entire life, you, you and so you have a bunch of idols because you're young for so long. So I have a few. I, I think you just listed one. I think I just listed one. Do you have – so you, you named John Ward, so that means you have at least two. Is there anyone else you – I'm not going to spoil you. You do it. Yeah. Um. Man, like – like I wanted to do a football one so bad because like football is my sport, um, yeah. but I was just so drawn to Chris Lofton. I don't know, it's just because the longevity that he had at Tennessee. One football guy that I can really remember is Kelly Washington, and just yelling the future every time he uh, caught the ball. But like looking back on it, he only played like a season and a half before he got hurt. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So I just went with Chris Lofton because. You know, I just feel like he was loved for so long, um, and he's still loved to this day. So, Chris Lofton, 100%, the, the three-point king at, at Tennessee, should have his jersey in the rafters. I don't know why. I don't know what we're waiting on. Um, I agree. I think the number five should be not retired, but given to, like, LSU's number seven. Mm-hmm. And it kind of it kind of has been, like, the you last couple of years. I don't know. 
I hope I don't so. know either. I'm, I'm curious. I'd like to know because you're right. It, it has kind of been the heart and soul of the team. Um, not, I mean, Chris Lofton was was probably your best player on those, those teams. It's kind of, it's kind of weird how good that team was. There were a lot of guys that brought different stuff. I mean, obviously Chris Shearer is your score, so friend of the pod, um, probably your best player, but your heart and soul too. So I feel like it's not always been necessarily your best player, but it's for sure been your heart and soul the last since, like you said, since Admiral for sure. Yeah, and having Chris Lofton on the show, that was just like a dream come true. I mean, when we, I, know, I, I, I like, I was so nervous all all day right. long. I was like, <laughs> I was like, dude, I don't want to ask him something stupid. He just like leave. <laughs> um, so yeah, that that was a kind of surreal moment for us because we never thought that we would have anybody, yeah. you know, we got some cool that legendary. Yeah, um, Chris is yeah, Chris it, is one of my favorite. No offense, no offense to the other awesome guests we have. It's just like you said, you grow up idolizing this guy like if you gave me a list chris lofton's gonna be on my list for sure Mm. for sure mine was mine was easy dude i it's the only jersey i've owned for the purpose of and it was an easy one you know number seven's printed like it's a classic quarterback number so before nil like number seven was you could buy but i wanted number seven because of casey clausen iceman if i'm so glad my my dad didn't let me because those would be just embarrassing ass pictures. But if I could have dyed my blonde, I would have. For sure. Let's do it now. If we beat Florida, <laughs> you dye your hair blonde. If we beat Florida at Florida next year, it's got to be at Florida okay. on our ice, man. Yeah, I'll do. Okay. Uh, I'll do either dye blonde or frosted tips, something like that. So. Dude, please do frosted tips. That would be <laughs> awesome. That'd be awesome. Yeah, no, Joe, Casey, Joey Boots, you get in here too. I, I, we want to hear yours as well. Um, and if you have any in the chat, please uh, let us know. Um, yeah, while Joe's going to do real quick, University Traditions lo- loves us. We love you back in that golf course. Okay, we got to play golf with Scott or with Adam sometimes. The last name. Yeah, let's Scott. do it. Two first names. Good. Joe? Um, all right. For ba- I know I'm going to say two, just as, as I mentioned. Basketball, Wayne Chisholm, favorite player growing up. I, I got a signed you know, sweatband of his that I like literally slept with for five years straight. Like that was, that was my guy. I I had every poster. No, I wish I saw it. I've, you know, maybe somewhere, um, posters all over my room, but the real one, and this might make you feel once I get into it, Ontario Hardesty. That was like, yeah, that was my guy growing up. Me and my brother used to play, you know, like football in the basement pretend we were different players and stuff. If this makes you feel old when he was a freshman, I was three years old. I don't know if that oh, like, is supposed to be you guys into a little bit. Um, now, technically, his breakout season was like 2009, so I would have been like seven. But still, that's that was like – and that was probably the earliest, you know, Tennessee player other than like Eric Berry and stuff that I really attached to. But So you're like Bay. five years old when Luke Lipsius got on campus at Tennessee. <laughs> 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 Poor Luke, dude. He gets a shot from him every time. <laughs> I, we got to get – he doesn't have social media, so it's hard to uh, – or he does have Instagram, I think, but he doesn't have Twitter. So I would love to get him on the show and just banter with him about – and it, it's it's weird because him, Evan, and Redmond are all the same, but he just looks so much older than that. Oh, for sure. For sure. <laughs> Dude, I thought – so I'm Terry Harsty. I think Joe put that one in on Instagram. Um, there were some, like, kind of interesting ones. I had a Monica Abbott. That was cool. Um, uh, Nick, I gotta ask Nick, who did he do? It was surprising. Was it Mark Jones? Mark Jones. I was like, that's so. I want to know why. Like nothing against. He Mark worked at Allen Sign when he was in college. Did he? And okay. So Nick, right. Nick knew him from that. He texted me today, and he was like, "Did you like my my 
uh, submission on Twitter, and I was like, what are you talking about? Because, like, I was going through, I was like, I was like, which one did you do? He's like, Mark Jones. I thought he made up a name. <laughs> and so then I found somebody at Tennessee named Mark Jones. I remember Mark Jones because he caught a pass against Auburn that was not intended for him, and it was a touchdown. Oh. And then he, I think he played both sides. Like he played one, a couple years, played defense. I think he was, he was definitely a kick returner, returner. I think he had a return. He's either against Alabama or Auburn one year too. But that's like I was like, that is so weird. Like that's just yeah. a weird one. But that makes sense. Yeah, that out. yeah, a lot of good ones. Chuck Webb. Um, he Shuler. Reggie. He Shuler. Reggie White. Um, obviously Peyton, Eric Berry was on there quite a bit. And Eric Berry is yeah. probably up there for me as well. Eric um, Berry is like, he was in a weird, he was probably right when I like, stop, like you stop kind of idolizing people in a way. You're starting to get a little bit older. I know some mm-hmm. people still idolize college players. Yeah, he, he um, was probably the last one that I'm like, yeah. damn. Yeah, he was, he was definitely right as it was, I was getting out of that phase. But um, was that a two? Like E. Johnson and, and Arian Foster were two other ones that, that come to mind. Was that a toot or was that your dog? <laughs> That's my dog. <laughs> I just I heard a little. He's, I don't... <laughs> uh, he's, he's wanting to get out on a lot. There's there's no one here to sit with him besides me. So I, I figured he'd be good in here, but no. Yeah, gotcha. Well, cool. Um, also, it's it's really cool that you mentioned NIL and, and the jersey thing with Casey Clawson. I think it is really cool that you are kind of getting those jerseys with people's names on it. Now, got to be careful with the transfer portal. Um, I think we all kind of learned that the hard way with Henry Toto, but um, I we think all. it is really cool. Well, I got one. I, I've seen a lot of Henry Toto jerseys. I have. I'm just kidding. <sighs> um, you can't even sell it anymore. It's ridiculous. Um. I put it in the the yard sale like twice now, and hey, no one's bought it. So. You, you got to change the nameplate, dude. At least you know get an orange one to slap over it. It's kind of hard when you got you know the little um uh, what the are stitching? they called? No, like not the commas, uh, a little po- apostrophes in there. Like you can't I mean, just kind of I mean, make up a a name out of that. <laughs> oh, oh, I seriously. Yeah, because oh, oh, yeah, right. some people, some <laughs> some people like make some like. You've seen the Browns jerseys, yeah. They've kind of like made every, like everybody's name into something else. Dude, we could we could find somebody to stitch over that, and we could put we could put Graham on the back. He was eleven. Oh, why was I thinking Toto was eleven? He's eleven. Is he eleven at Alabama? He's eleven. He yeah, 11. he's eleven. He he was ten here. Was he ten? He was 10 at Oh, maybe he's 10 at Alabama. Alabama. He was 11 here. Yeah, yeah he was right. 11 here. He was 11. Yeah. That's what's yeah. funny. So I wore 11 in football, too. And it wasn't because of Bobby Graham. I'll put, I'll Graham. put you on there. There we go. Thank you. It wasn't because of Bobby Graham, but it, it was because of Joey Kent, who was 11 before Bobby Graham. So in my head, me and BG wore 11 for the same reason. Dang. That's pretty cool. Yeah. He yelled at me one time because I was being a – I won't use the word he used in the weight room. And he told me I didn't deserve to wear that number. So I need to ask him <laughs> to change his mind. I need to, I need to check and see. That's fair. Um, 
yeah, that's kind of all I got for that. Um, we've anybody in the chat? I haven't been paying attention. All that uh, I, just university tradition, giving the love, which I love because I love. Okay, cool. So, Appreciate yeah. it. Good deal. Um, ESPN, FPI, football power oh, index. I thought we to make fun of him for some reason, which I yeah. was all for. Yeah, I mean, we can. <laughs> we can just spend the rest of the, you know, 45 minutes talking about how stupid ESPN is. Um, but, yeah, they have Tennessee ranked number 25 um, and have us, I think, at six and a half wins. That would put us at seven and five on the year. So that would be losses to Pitt. Kentucky, LSU, Georgia, and Bama. Yeah, which two – so we talked about kind of swing games, percentages, locks last week. It, two of them surprised me. Mm-hmm. And, and not necessarily that we were chosen – either chose to win or – chosen to win or chosen to lose. I was just surprised that Pitt was only 30%. Because I thought that would be – I didn't know where we would fall in that, but I didn't think it would be like less than 40 I thought it would be yeah. pretty close. Florida shocked me that we were at 60%. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the weird thing the weird thing is for me is that the the for whatever reason the FBI has been pretty spot on the last couple of years with Tennessee. I yeah. think in 2020 they had us at 4 and 8, we went 3 and 7. Um or not no, four and that's six. not right. 4 and 6. Yeah, sorry. Mm-hmm. Um and then last year I think they had us Right at seven and five, so it, it's been six games, and we ended up with seven. So yeah, okay. pretty, yeah, pretty. yeah, pretty close the last couple of years. I just think seven and five, you kind of do the same thing that you did last year. You kind of lose the games you probably should, and win the games you should. Yeah, and I think too. I, I think because this Tennessee team is a little, I think they're a little predictable. I have a lot of questions. But I don't. I also think we've talked about it before. I know me and Joe talked about it when you're out of town. I think their ceiling is, is is really low, but I think their floor is also really high. So it's kind of like I, I, I got, I'm sorry, guys. I, I just think seven. I was joking last week about you know being four and zero going into LSU. I think it's possible, but I'm not on that train yet. I am three and one going into Florida, but I mean at seven and five, I I 100 percent see. But I also think that's pretty close to your floor. I really do. Yeah, I, I think six and six is probably your floor, right? Yeah, I do. But I also think you have you have some you have a lot of games on there that I think you really I think Tennessee really does win, no matter what that FBI prediction says. Yeah. That South Carolina game was awfully close. I think Tennessee I really think Tennessee beats Kentucky. I really do. Yeah, just with seven and five, I mean, three of those games should be pretty close. So I mean, like I said, going on the same thing last year. You couldn't win those close games besides Kentucky. Right. Ole Miss, Pitt, um, Florida was close going into the fourth quarter. Alabama was pretty close, um, you know, late in the second half. So, I just think three of those – LSU, Kentucky, Pitt should all be close. I'll be pretty disappointed if you end up dropping all three of those. Yeah, I would agree with that. And and I really – I don't think either one of those – I don't think any of those are bad losses. I just think collectively all three of them, you shouldn't lose all three. Yeah, I agree with that. And I think Pitt is, it has the ability to be a close game. I also think Tennessee has the ability to put up a lot, a lot of points. And depending on what Pitt's offense is, big question mark this year, I think it could get away from them. 
I love it. Away from Pitt? Yeah, just because I think there's a lot of questions. Last year you saw Hendon Hooker come in and, and play really well his first game, first action. This year you're more settled in. Sure, you lose Valus, but I need to go look at his stats. I don't think he was that big of a threat in that game anyways. I, I think Tennessee on offense, every right to, to win that game. Defense is obviously a question mark, so I think it, it depends on Pitt's offense. I think Tennessee's offense clicks um, in that game. So if Pitt's offense can't respond, if Tennessee defense plays well, I think it could get out of hand. I'm, I agree with you. I think I think everyone's giving Pitt a little bit more a little more info than they deserve. I mean, I know they're ACC champions, but we know that they're losing a lot. And I, I think even if you look at the Tennessee team from like the end of last season where, where we were really clicking and you were to, you know, invite Pitt back into Neyland, I don't think that game ends up nearly how it does. I think just the timing that we played them at, a lot of uncertainty – you know, only a couple games in with the new coach, there, there's just not that that click yet. And I think personally, I think Tennessee's got a way better chance than the FPI gives them, or, or really anybody that's been giving us a chance. Um, I also think, I think six and six technically is your floor. Technically, I mean, I'd rather it be seven and five, but I think, I mean, seven and five, if not eight and five, the seven five's got to be the standard, right? I mean, like you got you, if I think you're right, Landon. Like the games that you should lose, you lose, and a couple ones that aren't awful losses could, could squeeze in there. But if you lose to Pitt, definitely if you lose to Florida with, with Pitt um, and God forbid that South Carolina's game is actually as close as FPI predicts, then I think we're definitely not as happy as, I don't know. That's not the standard for me, at least I know that they've been pretty accurate, but that would settle well below the standard. Yeah. Well, just with, um, with them predicting us to beat Florida at home, we said a lot. You don't lose to Kentucky at home. Yeah, I agree. Unless you're Jeremy Pruitt. And we have a question about that, and I can get to that as soon as we're ready. Um, oh, perfect. So. Fire me up. Well, hey, I, I am interested before we get to that question. I, I am interested to see you just – I like you said, I feel like I just don't see South Carolina being, being better than they were last year, much better than they were last year. I know Spencer Rattler is a good quarterback. I don't know if he's totally a good quarterback in terms of leadership. I, I don't know about all that. But South Carolina's defense didn't have a hold on Tennessee. Yeah, I mean, we've seen it firsthand at Tennessee. When you have a head case at quarterback, it usually doesn't turn out well. Yeah, And South Carolina's offense, I mean, they should have scored in the red zone. I mean, they ran a, To run a fake play there, to run a trick play is just beyond stupid. Have a – I think it was an actually actually a defensive lineman lined up at tight end that threw that pass. What? You remember? Yeah. Just stupidity. Your offense got down there. Let them score. So I, again, is Shane Beamer a good coach? To be determined for sure. And people are acting like he's the next coming of Frank Beamer, which he had a couple good years at Virginia Tech. But this is the SEC gentleman. Yeah. Not a couple. Good yeah, years. I don't, he was a I don't leader, get there. Like he's killing it on the recruiting trail. They're ranked like thirty fourth. In the country, I'm like, yeah, I don't get it. I just don't see South Carolina establishing it and changing enough from last season. You're right; they were in some desire. I mean, they were in some spots last year that you're just like, this. That's not someone that we would even feasibly worry about. Don't think Spencer Rattler is all that great. I mean, I think he's obviously way better off than they had, but I don't even think he's the talent that's going to come in and turn around a whole team by himself. Let alone, you know, just the actors. I don't think Bryce Young could. Make South Carolina. <laughs> good I I think it would be very difficult for any quarterback. Yeah, for sure. I agree. I know it's an away game, and I maybe that's maybe they're factoring that that's just going to be 
a game changer. Oh, Williams Bryce is just a hostile environment if I've ever seen one. Let me tell you. Yeah. I, I just I don't fairgrounds, baby. <laughs> I don't I don't see a what what do they have it at fifty five percent or something like that? Or like something like that. Yeah. So it's something in the fifties, maybe. Big. I don't know. I'm it's not just it. I just I again they've seemed to prove everybody right the past five years, and if that's the case, I'd I'd yeah. Also, so the game is definitely a disappointment for me. Only eight, let me yeah. let me see the year. Let me see the body work for seven and five before I just write call it disappointment. Yeah. Because you mean, also have a chance. You still have a chance to win eight games. Yeah, but I'm thinking like first year, it usually it is what it is. You return the same quarterback. You have the same all SEC wide receiver. Your defense should be better. I just think. And then you have those home games that, that you should win. Florida, Kentucky. I just think you should win more games than you did last year. And so 7-5 and five would be a disappointment in my eyes. No, I, I, I definitely see what you're saying. The reason I say I want to see a body of work is just because what does happen. I mean, if you go 7-5 and five and Hinton Hooker goes down, that's a whole different ballgame. Oh, 100%. 100%. If you go 7-5 and five and your defense had improved, is that a question about Josh Heifel? Sure. Is it more of a question of can he go out and get a quality defensive staff? Then that's why I want I want to see like I want to see the body of work first before I just So so you don't think uh Joe Milton can come in like Cardell Jones at Ohio State and lead us to an Addy? Hey, listen, he may. It might happen. <laughs> I'm just saying I want to see the body of work of 7 and 5 before I just flat out call it cuz we just talked about how those games are going to be tough. Sure you shouldn't lose all three. But they're going to be tough regardless. How do they? How are they? If they are losses, how are they losses? Because yeah. I, I think that determines. Because it is, it is still year two, and I hate to use a butchism, but if you've ever been a part of a program in change, I do agree with him on this. Even though it's a tacky way to say it, brutish. Don't say break, break, break. No, year zero. Like I do believe in year zero. I believe that. I do. Too. I think that's a I, listen. It's, it's stupid. Though. A coach should never use it. A coach should never use that, but I do believe in that. Your clock sets when you've established a cult, like when you've had time to establish a culture. When you've gotten a full recruiting class, Josh Heupel came in here in February. I, I, I just, I think again, let me see the body of work before I make a judgment on something like seven and five, six and six. I'm probably going to say it's a disappointment, no matter the work. Five and seven, 100 disappointment, no matter the body of work. Um, really quick, I'm not gonna complain about 88, percent but giving us 88 percent against Vandy, 12 percent really. <laughs> You're gonna tell me if we play that team 100 times, we're gonna lose 12 times? No shot, no shot. And that, the bus broke down. Now. The, the bus broke down 12 times. Yeah, seriously. I mean, come on, <laughs> that's ridiculous. That'd be like a 98 percent. That's a question. Do you think Tennessee could field a better team than Vanderbilt? Could what? Landon, your mics. No, yeah, I, think, I, was, I thought Landon was talking, so I, I backed out. What was the question? But I, I think the question is, Is can Tennessee field – bus breaks down in Cook – I know they're not coming from Tennessee or from Knoxville day of game. Bus breaks down in Cookville. Kickoff's 8 p.m. They can't push it back any farther. they got to pull a team out of the stands. Does that team beat Vanderbilt? Yeah. That's the question. Yeah. Can you all hear me? Yeah, yeah I you're good. You. Okay. Tennessee fans travel well, guaranteed. You're saying like at Vandy, so there's some some Tennessee fans in the crowd. They just pick them out. 
oh, there's there's thirty thousand Tennessee fans. You got a you got a big yeah. pool to go from. Well, if I'm if I'm at the game, I'm starting quarterback. I mean, I'm going off. Get get this man get this man suited up. He's got four years of eligibility. Yeah, Joey Boots for the win. It's Joey Boots for a reason, dude. Joey Cleats. <laughs> Joey Cleats. Uh, that's all. Uh, let's get to this question real quick because I'm intrigued um, about what y'all are going to say. So, prep sports coverage at Coach James Loft said, scale of 1 to 10 on hate for Pruitt, how much do you hate Pruitt, and why is it a 13? <laughs> <laughs> I, will, uh, I hate Brian Niedemeyer and uh, Jeremy Pruitt's lawyer more than I hate Jeremy Pruitt. And listen, you guys can disagree, but that man went out and found someone who will ride or die with him. Was she stupid doing it? Sure. But she she was ready to ride or die with her guy for Tennessee. Did they deserve to be fired and don't deserve $12 million? Absolutely. But credit to them for being about that life. Ugh, money makes you do some wild things. <laughs> I mean, look, look at this shirt I got on. That's vacated. It's gone. <laughs> That's how much I hate Jeremy Pruitt. He sucks. It Here's the thing. Like, yet. well, it probably is. <laughs> it, it doesn't matter. I still like. We still won the Gator Bowl. Doesn't right. Matter. No one talks about Saban's vacated win. We went and pulled, and pulled ten Alabama fans out of the stadium on any Saturday. They wouldn't even know about the vacated wins. Yeah, they don't care. It's going to go down, and the the opposing teams don't get those wins. They just don't count as wins for that team, USC, right? USC still won the national championship. Reggie Bush still won the Heisman. US, USC didn't win it that year, right? Ah, dang. Well, they won it when he was on the team, right? And he was ineligible the whole time. Yeah. But they yeah. Vince Young was – I guess Vince that, Young won the Heisman that year. I honestly don't remember. You're asking me questions I should probably know because people probably expect me to know the trivia, but I don't know the answer. They'll always be totally everything showing to me. I don't really have anything to say about Jeremy Pruitt. I just have. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! What the Tell hell? Me. <laughs> Tell me. Okay, is it off the screen? All right. Yeah, it's all. I'll leave it Golly. <laughs> That's it. We'll talk about that. We should. That's have a beta move. Jeremy Pruitt is a beta for that. Yeah, we need to scrub through Josh Heupel's film. We just have to make sure. Wait, J- stuff. J- JP's at pull it back up. Maybe I didn't see it at all. <laughs> is that a dog? <laughs> no, it's a rabbit. Oh, oh rabbit! Two real life rabbits are just way over. No, no, no. Oh, two real. Yeah. The one in the basket doesn't look real. First off, it also it looks like a dog. Why yeah. does the girl in the middle look exactly like Jeremy Pruitt? <laughs> I mean, that's Jeez. just. Dude, those are some Alabama haircuts. <laughs> I feel bad. I feel bad. I'm going to stop. I'm sorry. Like, uh, I'm I just saw it on Twitter. All right, scale one to like, 10. Where is it at? I mean, it's probably like a 10. Yeah. Honestly. I, I... The excitement that he, like, he made us have, like the, with the recruiting, you know, winning the Gator Bowl, it just it was all a, a scam. He gave us the greatest soundbite of all time, and on he more than failed to deliver. He sent us in the opposite direction of Valserback. 
or going to be the decade of the balls. Yeah, I was about I to mean, say. I mean, technically, the decade isn't over. That's or what I'm saying. I think technically, spin if, zone. He knew he couldn't do it. He had to get fired. Yeah, I think that he's actually he's plotted this all along. I think if we actually do have the decade of the balls on the latter half of the decade, um, I think he's to. I think we owe him a little bit of gratitude. So I'll say I'll say nine. I'll save him like a one point buffer for that, just in case. So, but, so he, he deserves the national some championship his, in this decade. We bring the soundbite back. We we give him some of the buyout. <laughs> one dollar. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I, mean, I definitely if he planned this out, he definitely didn't plan that. He ain't smart enough for that. No, I've seen his Hoover tape. Yeah, what is that? <sighs> Dude, I bought a season a season of two days when he was. All those people bought just Pruitt shirts. So you can't ever buy. You can't. You shouldn't print coach shirts. You shouldn't buy coach shirts. I've never owned a single one. Here's the thing: just Pruitt is not as bad as just Butch on a shirt. <laughs> Well, then those those dudes that walk around selling shirts, like you had the uh, Go Brandon dude that sold them. You had those people walking around selling the butch slapped. Mm-hmm. My mom like caught word. a shirt at a Smokies game, I think, and it just said butch across of it. Like she was like, double XL. Mom, <laughs> yeah, my mom can't wear that <laughs> <laughs> in a grocery store. Can you imagine? And it's and it's like a dress that goes down to her knees. Yeah. No one can fit in those shirts. Like it's insane. <laughs> yeah, it's either extra small or like a three yeah. X. Butch. Good God, that's awesome. What was Dooley's? Was it just fear the pants? That the only one he had. Offensive linemen suck. I don't. I don't know. Fear, fear the pants has to be the worst saying of all time. Also, Butch did have the brick by brick shirts too. I at least people use brick by brick. It's a common fear. Of the pants is just first off for a school that got wrapped up in Title Nine stuff. Bad look. I mean, golly, guys, get a grip. Oh, fear the pants. I will say, probably one of my favorite coachings. I've got a couple badass like Lane Kiffin era shirts, and I'm not. I mean, I'm not going to attach myself to that at all. But I'm not going to lie. You have a Lane Train shirt. shirt? Burn it. No, it's not a land chair. I I will be fair. All the shirts that I have that have his face on them are sharpie to cross his face. But I like they're good luck. I mean, I I like whoever was on the design team in that era was was killing it. So maybe that's all it is. But yeah, I make sure I don't I don't give him the free advertising when I wear my big orange Joe suit. He doesn't deserve that. You need a you need, <laughs> need to get a Lane Kiffin one that not sharpie on, and then you need to sharpie. You know, like in the yearbook, how when you hated people, you draw like the the glasses on them with like. I mean, whatever on their face, like idiot it does, face it, or something. It, it's something to that extent. It does have some expletives and some drawings <laughs> next to his face. It's not just scribbled out. I didn't waste the opportunity. <clears throat> Perfect. Yeah, I think those can be worn then. That's perfectly acceptable. Yeah. I work for Ole Miss. Didn't work, but Lane Hayes NIL. We should we should print those shirts. For now, until he gets another job and he loves it. Yeah. It's like, dude, you're in Mississippi. He's a same lucky, bro. That's all. If, if Ole Miss was good, he would like the NIL, and they may be. I honestly don't know. He uh, he'd still be saying that Nick Saban said it. Nick Saban stopped for the most part. He hadn't given up on it. He's a lackey. There's not a single coach, and whatever about Saban, but there's not a single coach that if having the opportunity to have ex- like extensive like the NIL, like the, anyone that's lying, they're they're lying. There's no way that you wouldn't 
you're not a fan of it if you have the opportunity to. I mean, the idea is overall, but at this point, like it's already a thing. You're not gonna. It's being yeah. And if and any coach, I hate to get too much in nil, but any coach that makes millions of dollars a year that wants to protect protect college football and the amateurism of it is a hypocrite. Right. It's plain. Yeah. It's plain and simple. What do, you, what do you get paid? Because the high school football coach down the road, he's making like eight thousand dollars for the whole season. He has to teach a class, boys. He's got yeah. history at the same time. <laughs> and Kirby said it. Kirby said something about it too. He that he's they're opening up cheating. I'm like Kirby. Yeah, dude, that's, okay, that's, that's they're a national championship. You're allowed to like they're gonna if they have like an average season last year, you're not gonna hear that. It's because they're like looking down at everybody. Like, well, we don't need nil to have a you know yeah. championship. All right, buddy, calm down. It's been like. Four years prior, so you're you're just mad that Alabama has four of the top uh, five players in the state of Georgia. Like you're you're just upset. It's valid. Guess that's number five, Tennessee. Ethan Davis, suck it, Georgia. Yeah. I, I, I I I don't want to get too much in it. I'll get heated. But hey, we're gonna have some good nil talk soon. Yeah, not angrily, not angrily. We're gonna have a special no. guest on to, to yeah, just some some of us, yeah, education wise. We're here right. to learn. We man. better get some. Do we get some CE credit? Continued education credit. We could, yeah. All right, cool. A little minor in in NIL. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, position preview. Let's get into that real quick. Wide receivers. A good one to start off on, Landon. I don't know if you always do, but. I can't remember. I mean, I just had to, man. That's that's what I play. It's what I love. Got to. Um, I, I think the big like, obviously, like Kenan Hooker should have a really good year. Dark horse Heisman candidate, but it depends a lot on his wide receivers, as the offensive line, as tight ends. You know, everything kind of factors into to Hinton Hooker having a good year. But you already have your stud in Cedric Tillman. Now, you got some unproven talent around it, but it's talent. Um, Brew McCoy, the talent's been there. You know, maybe it, it just didn't work out at USC. Um, got to get eligible, too, or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Yeah, that kind of last hurdle there. Um, I'm sure the NCAA will make us sweat it out or have to sit out a game. I don't understand why. Just play him. What are they going to do? Good point. Vacate a win? <laughs> We have to vacate ball state. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I'm intrigued to kind of. It, it looks like the the starting guys are going to be Cedric Tillman, Brew McCoy if he's healthy, and then probably Jalen Hyatt. After that, I don't know kind of what you got because you know those that three that core of three last year of Bayless, Javante, and Cedric um, played you know, pretty much every single snap besides a couple. And Jalen Hyatt, you know, benefited from, you know, pretty much the rest of that. But after – especially after Florida when Jimmy Calloway dropped that four down pass and he was never to be seen again, it, it was kind of those three the rest of the year. And, you know, going back to Cedric Tillman, he only had 78 yards going into the Missouri game. So through four games, he had seventy-eight yards. He finished with a thousand. So um, he Wait. really picked it up toward the end of the season. 
he got going into Missouri. When was Missouri? Yeah. Dang. So it was Bowling Green, Pittsburgh, Tech, Tennessee Tech, Florida, Missouri. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Makes a little sense. Interesting. I didn't realize that. That's a uh, – and you, I like that you mentioned you have Cedric Tillman. Last year you didn't – I mean, a lot of people assumed Bayless would be the number one guy, but, but he was still very much at Tennessee – you know, even in the USC return specialist is where his – you know, where he, where he shined. Um, mm-hmm. So you didn't have that guy going into last year, and you get two last year, and now you get one returning. And then you you got another Jalen Hyatt who wasn't the wasn't one of the top three, but um, you know had his moments. And, and I, I mean, I think you have a lot of talent behind him um, behind those three that you mentioned: Tillman, uh, Bruno McCoy, and, and Jalen Hyatt. I heard uh, I believe it was it was either Hendrick or Cedric Tillman mentioned to kind of look out for Mel Keaton. He's had a really good off season. Um, that's kind of the the underdog they think and. So I'm really interested to see because I think he probably seems like a guy. I think I guess it was a sophomore year. He had a couple of really good moments, and just not, or maybe I guess it would have been his freshman year because it wasn't 2020. I don't think and he had a couple you know moments that you thought all right he could he could be a he could be a guy, and just nothing really came about. But I'm really I mean you have a ton of speed in Holiday and Callaway, and then you've heard a lot about the freshman. So I'm I'm with you. I don't know who's behind him. Yes, because they're unproven, but I think there's also some kind of wild cards in there with freshmen. Is it Squirrel Wide or um, uh, Chad Rod, who, who you've heard a little bit about too? I'm very interested to see. Yeah, you got the Jimmys. Um, so Cal- uh, Jimmy Calloway was playing some last year, scored a touchdown, I think, in that Pittsburgh game. Yeah. And, you know, had an opportunity against Florida and just didn't capitalize. And I don't know what the deal was kind of after that. Um, I-, I hope that – they didn't just sit him because he dropped a pass because that's going to happen. Right. Um, but Sucks at that moment, but it happens. Right. Um, so I think maybe there was some, you know, just kind of a, a mental hurdle there. Um, and I think Jalen Hyatt was kind of the same way. I think he's even admitted it to the media that, you know, he wasn't bought in all the way. And it, you know, kind of hurt him last year in, in playing time. So, um, it, it seems like he's had a good, you know, off season and uh, put on some weight, which I think is, you know, super beneficial for him. Um, and I think it, it only helped Bayless being a little bit bigger because he was able to bounce off some tacklers. And um, hopefully that's, that Jalen Hyatt can have that same kind of production. I think he's a different player than Bayless. Um, I think he's got more speed, but Bayless was more of a running back when he had the football. He kind of bounced off some people. So, um, it, it's you just need to kind of match that production a little bit opposite of Cedric Tillman, Brew McCoy, Ramel Keaton. You know, d- does Caleb Webb factor in? Does Chaz Nimrod? Um, we, we've heard Squirrel White and he's put on some pounds, but he seems more like a slot guy. So, you know, I, I think Tennessee's going to show, you know, they're going to play a lot of guys. Walker Merrill got some yep. opportunities last season. Um, you know, where is he at in all this, you know, without that huge knee brace he had on all of last year? Um, so, yeah, I, I'm interested to see kind of where they're at. If they play, do they stick with those same three guys or do they kind of open it up a little bit? I don't know. I, I think that also depends on your offensive line. Are they going to be better in pass protection this season or, you know, are they going to try to – they want to run the football, of course, but 
you know, if it's if you can't protect Hinton Hooker, how many times are you going to drop back and you know have a you know five step drop out of the shotgun? If you can't, protect yeah, and, and you know we, to go, you talk about all the names you named off. Pretty much, I mean, pretty much everyone. Um, you look at this team, and, and you do have a lot of questions about depth, not at the wide receiver position. That's a very deep, deep um, room right there, and I think there's a lot of excitement around a lot of names. I mean, especially from guys you haven't seen yet because it's all just kind of you don't really have anything to go off of. But I, I'm really excited for Cedric Tillman. Another 1,000 yards. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I looked at it now. He After that, those four games, he had over 1,000 yards in the last um, the last 11 games. That's great. Yeah, that's great. I'll, I'll call right now. Take it. Or – not eleven. It would have been like eight. nine, 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 nine games. Yep. Um, my dog is yeah, just pretty... staring at me, kind of in a crazy way right now. <laughs> He's like, "Yo, dog, take me out." Probably. <clears throat> um. Also, you know, I, I heard a lot to like these opposite of Cedric Tillman. No one's really done any anything at the college level. And my kind of argument to that a little bit is like, did anybody really last year? You know, yeah. going into the season, was anybody productive? Cedric Tillman wasn't productive until Josh Heupel got on campus. Bayless Jones a little bit, but it was more kind of in the return game some and and not, you know, he had a good kind of end of the year in, in 2020, but um, Javante Payton played some at Mississippi State, but, you know, I don't think he had over the 300 yards in a season. So, um Right. Uh, I'm saying that because that shouldn't be the end-all, be-all. It, it does. Oh, it, sure. Sure. It, it seems to not matter in this offense. If you haven't been productive, they're going to find a way to get the most productive people on the field. Uh, de- definitely. And and I'll argue that while they haven't been very productive, the group behind Cedric Tillman haven't been super productive, they have had moments. Like they've shown flashes. They've shown it's there. So I don't think it's – I don't think it's – 100% fair to say they haven't done it at college level. So. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and part of it is you got a quarterback. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, I mean, that's a. That, that, el- that elevates I mean, everybody's need- game around it. Well, I mean, especially for watch you've got to have someone deliver the ball. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. For sure. It should be fun. I think this should be the strength, you know, obviously a quarterback, but this should definitely be a strength of the offense and the passing game. Um, you got your Cedric Tillman in the fastest guy in the world, but he can go up and get it over anybody. Um, Jalen Hyatt's going to be more of that, um, you know, kind of take the top off the defense. And Brew McCoy is, I think he'd be, I think he's a great opposite of Cedric Tillman. Kind of, I don't think he's, you know, Javante Payton fast, but I think he does kind of have that size to him where, um, you know, maybe you use some hitches and stuff to get him the football and get him out in space, break some tackles. And... He's, not, he's not slow, though. No, no, he's not. No. So, yep, I'm excited Love about the it. wide receivers. And Dub, Dub himself, is he says, I feel good about the wide receiver position or wide receiver situation. Hypo can scheme guys wide open. I mean, yeah, that, that's part of it, too. The guys are going to have chances. Yeah, they're going to have chances. Yeah, yeah and they're, they're going to get the ball in a bunch of different ways. They can – you know, like we've seen last year, they can go right by somebody and 
you know, hit them on a go route or they can take some hitches to the house. I thought Cedric Tillman for being, you know, not being as considered not fast. Yeah. I thought he did a really good job of, you know, having big plays, getting by people. Oh, yeah. That, and I mean, a lot of it too goes back like to tricky fast. open. Yeah. I mean, and just when you have space, I think that's his biggest thing is he can make guys miss and it makes you look a lot faster. So getting, going back into hype will get you into open space, I think helps a ton. Yep. For sure. I think the speed of the offense too helps. Yeah. Oh, you get, you get secondaries out of position, linebackers especially. Um, Yeah. I mean, that. Uh, imagine a linebacker chasing Jalen Hyatt down the field on a go route. They come back and run the same thing. How fast is that linebacker going to be? Well, and you, and you better hope that linebacker is in position before the ball snapped too. Yeah, good point. Um, college football topics. I got some of these topics, Joe. You can get in here as well. Um, I kind of want to get y'all's take on it. Just some some funny stuff. Um, and and then we have some kind of. Interesting topics going around college football. But uh, the quarterbacks around college football, you know, recreating that Russell Wilson let's ride video. What's y'all's thoughts on that? Um, I think it's – And can we great. make a video doing that? I think we should. I, th- I think I think we need to see Nico getting up there and, and giving us the top cringiest. I, no, I'm saying us. I, I want to see Landon in a full Tessie uniform. Pass it all. In my Henry Toto jersey, oh, please with your back turned so you, they can see <laughs> the, the last name. <laughs> oh, that'd be hilarious! We should do that. I think yeah, I have my shoulder pads. So, so, who else has done it? I've only seen the West Virginia one. Who so Spencer Rattler did it. Um, I saw Bowling Green do it. Yeah, JT Daniels did it. Um, what was uh, what was West, uh, uh, one that got leaked? What was what? Will Muschamp, when he was at South Carolina, his video got leaked uh, of the, the outtake. I mean, he's obviously joking around. They were probably doing a sound test or something. He was like, Gamecocks, F up or something. Get the F up. Do you not remember this? I don't. Are you about the naked shark picture? <laughs> no. Oh uh, that's McElwain. But um, Will Muschamp, I think he was – I'm pretty sure he was still the coach. Um, someone posted a video on Twitter that was obviously not ever meant to go out to the public. I can't believe it ever got recorded. Was doing like a film for the stadium, like Russell Wilson was, and he's a, he he just does like a funny one, like Gamecocks wake the f up, mm. something like that. And it was it was on it was a big deal on Twitter. Has Russell Wilson came out and just like get the fuck out of your seats, Spurs up. God. <laughs> that video is still out there? It's time for Carolina football. Oh. Let's get the fuck out of your seats. <laughs> it's awesome. I think it's awesome. I love it's it. It's a heck of a lot better than Butch Jones on Game of Thrones. All right, I'll say it. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's a good point. It uh, it sounds like Jason Brown. Like, it sounds like something he would say. Dude, I ran across it a video I took of – I think it was season two at Indy. So his last season on um, Last Chance U. And he's there's a really close play in the end zone. Um, but the ball, it looks like the ball hits the ground. 
but it's like in, in Last Chance U, it's very clear that you it, the ball doesn't touch the ground. It's a phenomenal catch. And Jason Brown's just letting the, the side judge have it. You know, you're effing terrible. Whatever he would say, you're effing terrible. He's like, I'm going to send you the tape. You're going to see how bad that was on tape. And I tweeted, I was like, if I was that ref, I would immediately email him that clip. Immediately. <laughs> yeah. He was a nut, dude. I, I can't believe he's not in jail for any of the number of things he's done or said. I respect it. I think if Heupel doesn't work out, we just need to resort to a coach like that. We just need to hire Jason. <laughs> just a like, freaking all of our drives. We just need someone that doesn't just gets on the media presser and just absolutely just goes ham on everybody. What would, would uh, be? What, what would he have the said? The offseason would be interesting. What would yep. he have said in Pruitt shoes? What did he, what did he say? He is the guy from the news. Not our boy Mike. The other one. Oh, uh, do you know anything about football, Blake? Blake, I don't know how much you know about football. Oh, yeah, that's what he said. <laughs> that, would, that would be – I'm with – I kind of agree with that. If I pull it out, let's go get a Netflix reality star of a, of a coach and, and let's see what happens. But has Russell Wilson came out and, like, joked about that at all? I don't think so. Russell Wilson's probably one of the top walking memes that there is, so I think he's just used to, like, staying in the shadows about it at this point. Yeah. But, I mean, he is a meme. I mean, almost as also, much as – also, like, I would be so embarrassed, like, if that got out. I get, like, if you put music and He's stuff behind it, yeah, yeah, it probably sounds good, but you can't let somebody just film you with in the green screen saying that. <laughs> Let's ride. Yeah, it's, uh, it was a, not a good video. Also, what about him showing up at camp dressed as himself? Dude, I've never seen someone, I haven't seen that before. I, you can't I trust a guy that wears his own jersey. No, nor that truck. What was the, that? I mean, it was kind of badass, but I don't. I, Russell Wilson doesn't surprise me. He's the person that gets out of that truck. You think he drove that in Seattle? Hell no. I feel like the libs would hate him. You think he drives around like Bronco Nation? That's right. He just keeps saying it to himself. He's, <laughs> <laughs> he's getting a big uh, window banner on the back of it. Yeah. On the on the back of the cab. Let's ride. Yeah. Oh my God. What a Bron- clown. Bronco Nation. Do you think he says that to Sierra? Easily. <laughs> Christ, that's the clowniest things. Like, it's time to eat. Yeah. Do you Sierra think he actually Nation. has sex with her, or is, does he just no. watch people have sex with her? They soak, for sure. <laughs> does Zach Wilson soak? <laughs> Zach Wilson. Or is he full on just... No, yeah. I think... Do you think they know. switch roles? Like he dresses like Sierra, and she wears like obviously that number three Broncos yeah, jersey. Yeah. No, I think he, he's. I think he's so bent. His uh, their like dress up is he, he's like I, the only person I know how to dress is myself, and he just wears his own jersey. Mm. Maybe oh, she yeah. also wears his jersey, and it's a weird role play. I don't know. Do you think she ever teased him about throwing the interception that lost the Super Bowl? Why don't you, you ever think that? Yeah, I bet you she does that. She probably taught like anytime they're in an argument or like she's pissed off at him, she's like she handed off dumbass, like or like just something. She just like Or or she would be like, I bet Marshawn Lynch would have made a made a better dinner. <laughs> Marshawn Lynch would have in the bed. Marshawn Lynch would have gotten the finish line. You you couldn't. <laughs> he would he would have gotten the line again. 
Um, another topic, Big Ten or SEC? I, I saw something today where somebody was coming at Peter Burns because more teams are coming out wanting to join the Big Ten instead of the SEC. Uh, give me just a minute. I'll, I won't tell you. We'll just we'll let the people decide. It's because they yeah. can't. Me, just it's because they can't send it to the SEC. Simple as that. All right, here are the selections um, for the college football playoff. In 2014, it was Alabama, Oregon, Florida State, and Ohio State. 2015, Clemson, Alabama, Michigan State, Oklahoma. 2016, Alabama, Clemson, Washington, Ohio State. 2017, Georgia, Alabama, Oklahoma, Clemson. 2018, Alabama, Clemson, Oklahoma, Notre Dame. Uh, 2019, LSU, Ohio State, Clemson, Oklahoma. 2020, Alabama, Clemson, Ohio State, Notre Dame. Is that Notre Dame? Were they in it? They weren't in it then, were they? No, sorry. Where's the other team? What year? I don't know. 2020? Yes, they were. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, and they got blasted. Yeah, they were. They were. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, Alabama in Georgia, Cincinnati. I mean, and, and, Ohio, and, and I mean, Big Ten teams can say, oh, it was Alabama, but what other name did I read off besides Ohio State, pretty much? The two well, others, just like didn't, the SEC. Didn't Peter Burns clap back and say, uh, he's like, yeah, of course they want to join the Big Ten. It, it's it's an easier road. One team out of the Big Ten has win, won the national championship in the last 24 years. Six SEC teams have won a national championship in the last 24 years. Oh, yeah, that's just a college football play that I named off. Yeah. Yeah. You take away Alabama from the SEC and Ohio State from the Big Ten, and it's the SEC still still wins. It's not hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah. Also, like the cold weather up there. No offense. I know, um, Joey, you're you're from up north, but that sounds like an absolute nightmare to play in late November, January, December. It's disgusting. <laughs> no. No, thank you. <clears throat> not, not it. Also, the the playoff expansion is something else. Why, is, why are we going from four to sixteen? Why is there no like We're in not. between? We're not. They won't. It's not gonna happen. Even then, I know you're saying though. I don't understand why it's not like you know, jump well, to like eight. Yeah, I will say this: the reason they're not going to jump to eight is because they want if they expand, they want, which I still don't think will happen. Even if you go to sixteen, but. They, if they expand a lot of them, a lot of the conferences, a lot of the presidents want to go to um, Power Five auto bids. So you, if you have eight, that only lose three at large. Yeah, if you have sixteen. I'm just saying, like, at, at what point, like, then then you're making the season not count as much. I see. I, I from from four to sixteen, like being the best team in the country doesn't mean jack crap if you have sixteen teams. So I think I kind of I do kind of agree with you. The only thing I'll say is they play. You know the the NFL plays. Everyone's happy with sixteen. No one's happy with seventeen. But the the long season and then the playoffs, which I know aren't. 16 teams, but everyone's still happy with it. You're only playing 12 college football games. So I do see what you're saying. I just think there's – I don't think it won't make the season count, but I th- I think 
it will lessen it unless you do a large fix to your regular season schedule. Well, I also think it lessens like you go like it definitely increases your chances of going to the college football playoff, but doesn't it lessen the uh, just the satisfaction of getting there because like you and fifteen other teams are in it? I don't. Again, again, I don't entirely disagree, but I also think I mean it didn't lessen college football playoff when they went from two to four. It was still that, which I know is not. The same jump. I understand that. That's why I'm not entirely disagreeing with you. Mm. NCAA tournament, you know, you don't, it didn't lessen expended. So, I, I, again, and basketball is a different sport, which goes back into why I'm not entirely disagreeing. I think there's still value there. I, I just think, I don't think it, I think the sport's too big in terms of how many teams can get in to have a 16 team playoff. So, if you had, if you had a, a true, Power five only, so roughly about 60 teams, give or take. And a 16-team playoff, I'm not against that because I don't think it lessens it too much. And I don't hate it as long as you allow schools to host. Yeah. Then it has a better college football feel. If you put every single one at a neutral site, bowl site, hate it, despise it. Yeah, I, I kind of agree with that. But also, like, I, from from four to 16, it just seems like a lot. I just think, hey, like maybe we try like six. I think you try eight. I don't think you try six. I don't want to see a buy. I want to see buys. That's one thing I don't want to see. Okay. Then maybe but again, eight. I don't. Yeah, eight. Um, but also five. six with the buys, then you're like, then you're kind of giving, I don't know, those, those teams that dominated all year long. You know, going back to be the, the two best teams, right? Should probably get a buy. Like in my opinion, they've earned that right to have a better chance of winning the national championship. If you go to sixteen, that sixteen seed, whoever it is, they're not going to win it. They're not. I don't disagree with that. They're not. I again, I think you have to to get to sixteen. I think you have to overhaul the system. I don't think you should be playing any FCS teams. I don't think you should be playing any what I'm going to call S. Um, two. I don't think you should play on those teams if you go to the playoff that big. It should be FBS, what is now Power uh, Power Five, all schedule. Because, like you said, then I think the season matters. Because then not only do you have to win every single game, you also have to. I mean, again, not every, you, there's going to be room for error, but it's also really, really going to matter who you play in that conference. So I think it, it's going to be to ever get to point where 16 makes sense enough sense to change it six i don't just six i don't like because when you said the two best teams the reason you have a playoff is because you want to give teams that maybe they had good seasons maybe weren't the best you want to give them a chance i think with that bye week you don't give them a chance if you want the two best teams in that's fine you go back to bcs that that's why i'm going to go to six okay yeah i don't disagree with the if you're just going to make the two best team, if you're going to go, go ahead and give them the best chance to win, you might as well just do the BCS. I agree with that. Um, yeah, I just think 16 is a lot. I, I don't I, – again, for me, I, I, I would like it in a scenario where I think it, it takes a complete overall. I think it's How cool for, for like – No. I think it's cool for like – you know, obviously the NCAA tournament's also like awesome, but 
I mean, we saw in baseball, like winning the national championship in, in baseball is it's a grind. Yeah. I, and so like you already go through a grind of the SEC schedule and I'm talking more of SEC teams because, you know, they're winning national championships. Um, you you got to go through that and then you got to go through, you know, four playoff games to win a national championship. I just, I don't know. Yeah, no, I, I, I think, I think it could be again, complete overall. I'm, I'm with you in that you can't, go to 16 right now i'm with that i think there is a place in college football for it though it just takes a lot of movement yeah i mean it if you want to go the i I like what we've we've talked about this before you go power five and you go non-power five they both have a national championship that's cool do that you know if they want to do four team yeah i think it's beyond time. even if you let them play each other still i think it's beyond on time going to that yeah but I, because I, I, I think those those teams are just overmatched. We saw that with Cincinnati. We finally let a non-power five in, and they just got whooped. Not not saying anybody else wouldn't have got whooped right. being the four seed, but I, I mean that that Cincinnati team was damn good. They had a lot of good draft picks on that team, and they still and, didn't have a shot. And when you look at it, and I know EDFBS, you have different kind of resources and programs, and you know a bunch of things that make teams. But Cincinnati's. And they may be when they go to the Big 12, but they're never in their existence now, like in past to present. They've never had a resource that could compete with any of those other playoff teams. So, yeah, give Cincinnati a chance to win a national championship because they deserve it. No one talks about how lesser national national championships are at North Dakota State because they're FCS. No one. Give them a chance to win because they deserve it. Give Coastal. Carolina a chance to win because they deserve it. Give uh, Louisiana Lafayette with Dylan Napier a chance to win it because they deserve it. I, I think they should have opportunity. Boy State back in like 2008. Give them a chance to win because they deserve. It. Yep. Notre Dame just gets left out of all this. They don't. They don't deserve anything. No, join a conference. It, I'm sorry. Conference football is is the way now. You can't stay independent forever. Well, it's like they're having their cake and eat it, too. They get to play this ACC schedule, right? but they don't have to abide by any of their rules. That doesn't make any sense. It's very dumb. Very dumb. Yep. Agreed. Um, That's kind of all I got about the the topics. Um, Just want to kind of hit on some of those. I know we need to feel some content, so I thought that was a good way to do that. That time of the year. Um, Did you have – do we have any more questions? I know we've hit a few during the show. Um, Before we get into uh, stupidity, I didn't see any more. All right. You have a. Yeah, I do. Um, Eli Drinkwitz. Let's talk about that real quick. Um, I just, I just don't get the shot. I mean, I I understand like Jim Rome is trying to get you to to say something about it. But number one, like, you don't have a rivalry in this conference. You shouldn't even be in this conference, honestly. Um, <laughs> and, and taking a shot at, at Tennessee when there's there's been nothing, you know, beef-wise, I just don't I just don't get your end goal when you lost, what, 62 to 20-something? If he had left it after the Jeremy Pruitt stuff, it would have been hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. Take shots at Jeremy Pruitt all you want. 
Well, he he made the Casey comment. He's like, God, why doesn't my wife do that? Right. Yeah. It would have been funny. What an idiot. But yeah, and like everybody's saying, like Drinkwitz is dunking on Tennessee and stuff like that. I mean, like he wants he 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 thinks that's going to help his record. His record is ass. And and by the time by, by the time they even get to vacating wins, he's not going to be there anyway. Ooh, I like that take. I like that. So, all right, love that. Um, my, do you have any? Yeah, I'm gonna. I have one. I'm just. I'm bl- I finally blocked that guy, so I'm not gonna do. It. Keep his name out of my mouth. Um. So let me. Uh, where do I have it? Sorry. Yeah, I can't do that one. All right. I don't want to do that one, I'd say. We'll call that a day, then. Cool. Do you have right. a... Yeah. MI with MI? Okay. I've got a few here. So, more important I'll go issues stupidity. more important issues. I'll go stupidity. Okay. Adam Massey, who listens to the podcast, good guy. Calls me every time we're recording. Every time. <laughs> I love it. So I got to call him back here in a minute. Um, all right. I've got Uncle Steven calls me every time, too. <laughs> Even when we're not recording, he just calls me constantly. So. <laughs> this one's kind of morbid. I'm sorry, but would you rather drown or burn to death? Burn. Ah, oh, shit. Um... <laughs> Uh, see, I got I don't like do like deep ocean, so I guess it depends like where I'm drowning. Like if you're talking like tie a anchor to my wade bottom of the ocean, no. Like shallow water drown, different story because I feel like burning's just gotta just I mean, yeah. Mm. Here's my question. Do you do you die literally from burning? Like you get like, you know, lit on fire and can't get it out, whatever. Or is it like in a a structure fire, do I get to suffer from Smoke inhalation before I burn, because then I'm choosing. I guess to talking straight, like die by fire or drown. I'd say drown because at least like you just run out of air. Like it's not like painful necessarily. Right. You freak out, but you're not in pain. Fires. I mean, yeah. Everybody's kind of had that where they've like been underwater too long, and like maybe they're like playing and you like you've been underwater and you're just like fighting it to get back up to the surface. That's the worst experience yeah. ever. Yeah. And I would just I like, know. imagine the people who die in like, like the Titanic, where you just you don't drown immediately, but you know you're about to drown. That's gotta just suck. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Understand. The actual. Yeah. Oh, I'd just rather get shot in the head. Yeah. <laughs> I, th- I think the I think the burning question just comes up to like, do you actually burn and then die, or do you get the pleasure of suffocating first? <laughs> I feel like that's most of it, right? I think it depends. Um, you know, you've seen if you like spontaneously combust, you know, whatever. Right. You've seen those people like pour fires. But that, like, that's you know, more they, instant. I feel like I'd rather do that than drowning. If it's just like an explosion, yeah. No, no, no I'm not talking about that. You know, like idiots who pour gasoline on the fire. 
fire and it comes back up and yeah. they get lit up. Yeah, that like that would <laughs> suck. I've not had I've not had a fire come back up with a gasoline can on me. No, not a gasoline can, but you've you poured uh was it lighter fluid on the grill? Pour, I didn't pour, pour lighter fluid. Oh, you just I opened, opened it up and yeah. just the oxygen hit it and just Yeah, that sucked. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, one of the funniest days ever. Caleb opens his grill. It just, whoom, on his face. He looks back. His eyebrows are gone. His, his hair right here is like singed off. He smelled like he smelled like burnt hair. It was awful. Wait, so what had happened? Had you like left it? Like I had being a Chad. I had, uh, I mean, there's a, National championship game, I think. I was very inebriated, and I was on grill duty. It was a George Foreman grill, right? No, no. I was the George Foreman. It's just a little charcoal grill, and um, I I just opened the top up, and I guess when the, I guess the coals were, were ready to go, because as soon as that oxygen hit it, man, I was done. I'm glad I wasn't close to the house. I probably would have lit the house on fire. <laughs> Next. Um, would you rather have no nose or no thumb? Did I ask this one? No, I don't think so. I think no. Th- oh man, you can't do anything without thumbs. Yeah, you can. I mean, I guess you can. I mean, I'm trying to think. No nose it's difficult, is like, is a- but you can. Now, no nose means you can't smell. Like, there's not like a secondary way to smell things. Like, you're losing your sense. Of I smell. mean, no thumbs. You can't so. even throw a football. Well, you can't throw a football, you're, but you can't throw anything yet. You can't play golf without thumbs either, so I'm going those. That's a good point. You could figure it out, I guess. I guess you, you could. Play. I've seen him do swing with one arm. I've seen him do swing with oh, you know what? <laughs> you know what? You could totally get. I'm now. I'm thinking about it. If you just got good, at, like not putting your thumbs down on the on the shaft of the club. I don't know. I choose nose, but if it was just one thumb, I'd rather have one thumb. Are you cross or overlap? Interlock, interlock or overlap? Jim. Me. Uh, interlocked. Interlocked, dude. I've tried to overlap. I feel confident. Sorry, I'm. I'm I did. Awesome. That's not right. I'm sure I could get used to it, but um, I like it. Yeah, I guess for an appearance thing, the nose would be a little tricky. Like walking around with the nose. Voldemort. Be, like thumbs are a lot easier to hide. Like you can just kind of like no one's gonna be like, oh, that where's that guy's thumb? But you you don't have a nose. Where are you at, Landon? You like nose? Yeah, literally back in the song. I'm, I'm going. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll probably go. I'll go no nose. Because, yeah, I'll go no nose. I'll go no thumbs. I'm going to change this one to like the burning one. If, if, as long as it's like a tragic accident, I lose both my thumbs, so I get the sympathy. I'll go okay. with thumbs. I just want, as long as I get the sympathy, I'm good. Like, I guess nose the same way, but but like people, like I, had to, I had to clean out my sister's gutters today. She would never ask me to do that if I tragically lost both my thumbs in an accident. If my nose was gone, she'd be like, can you? She'd still ask me for sure. Yeah. I feel like if your nose was gone, people would actually ask you to do more stuff. Cause like, oh, can you go do the gross shit? Like you can't smell it. So like, oh. yeah. Hey, can you come wipe this person's ass? Because <laughs> yeah. you, you won't Why smell does, it anymore. Is that where your mind is? I don't know. Just something gross. Hey, you'd be a hell of a garbage man, though, for sure. Oh yeah, this is true. <laughs> um, without googling, so so put your phone down, gentlemen. Out of the four main American sports: basketball, football, hockey, and baseball. How's soccer not on there? Come on. Um, which teams don't end with an S? So, oh, like Bears or Mariners with an S? 
There are none, apparently. Okay, so for uh, NBA... Actually, there might be, because there's been expansion teams, and Kraken is one. Okay, so that's one. Uh, Jazz. Jazz. Jazz, and then the rest of the NBA are Magic, Thunder, and Heat. Um, oh, nice. That's four. I mean, is that Magic? Magic, Thunder, Thunder Heat, Jazz. Jazz. Um, Kraken, which is five, if we're going to... Um, shoot, okay, now I got... Red Sox, White Sox. Oh, that counts. That's true. I didn't think about that. Um, Lightning. Lightning. Yeah. We got two more. Uh, this is so much fun. I got all baseball. Going Hockey. across Hockey. all Does, does the Washington Hockey football team count? No, this was this <laughs> a question four years ago. So I think they were still the, uh, the R words. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um. The W word Redskins. <laughs> um, yeah. If I knew which sport it was, like, there's so many teams I'm trying to think. About. So, uh, so hockey. There's got to be at least one hockey. Cause I don't think Kraken counts. So who? Are um, uh, the Wild. Wild Minnesota mm. Wild. One more. Football. We haven't, we haven't named a football one yet, have we? There's got to be one in football. There has to be football. They wouldn't put it in there if it wasn't. Uh, football's got to be. I'm going to feel real bad because I'm, I'm going to run through all the teams right now. I can't. So you don't know the answers? I don't know the answer. This is us figuring it out. We're one away, though. It's got to be football. It ha- well... So we we didn't name any of the football yet, have we? So there has to be. Has anybody? I haven't pulled up chat. If anybody's figured it out or googled it, I won't Google it. I'll check chat. Dude, all right. I'm trying to think like geographically, whatever you would say. Geographically. We're geographers here. We know our we know our geography. Um. Uh. I need to go by division. Every single one I've thought of is S. I know. I feel like I need to be thinking like towards the middle of the map. Uh, NBA is I'm going to feel real stupid if there's not one in football. Because that's all I'm thinking about right now. I mean, they wouldn't have thrown it into the... Right? Like, they wouldn't have thrown... Really not. Like, they wouldn't say oh, out of the four major sports. I'm so, t- I just... I, don't, I can't think of an NFL, though. Not a single one. That's. I don't. I don't think there is one. NFL team. I mean, I've, th- I've thought of everywhere on the map. Florida is always a hot. Um. I mean. I feel if it's probably not even football. We're just sitting here thinking of like a. No, it's probably not. You named all the basketball ones. I think we named all the baseball ones. So you say there's nine? That's what it said. Even four years ago, so we got four baseball or four basketball. How many baseball? Two. Oh, White Sox and Red Sox, and then also uh, so that's six plus the uh, two wild. Hockey. What was the other hockey one? Kraken to shouldn't count. Lightning. Oh, Lightning. Uh, Eight. Okay, I, I'm sorry. I had to look because we're going on forever. Uh, I've got. It's not, it football. not football. It's not football. What sport? Why they throw football? Why would they, why would they uh, see four 
Um, I don't know hockey too well. Men of the teams, but Colorado Avalanche. Mm. Oh shit! Okay. Hey, yeah, we got we did pretty pretty did good. Pretty good. And we named some teams that I don't know why football's in that question. Well. That doesn't make any sense. We technically named nine. Let's just throw you off, man. It's, it's one of those math questions that just try to get you just say extra words for no reason. It's stupid. Yeah. Um. Sorry, I've got one, two more, one more. I'm gonna save that. I'm gonna save one for rollover yeah. next week. Um, this one goes back into it, but it's a, a few new ones. We've done this one sort of hitting a 400. What's harder? Hitting a 400 foot home run, kicking a 40 year old, or running a four minute mile? Running a four minute mile. Four minute right. mile. 1000%. Yes. I, There's not there like, again, going in, like you there can ain't no realistically teach someone to do the other two. The other well, one, it doesn't like, matter what you kind of shape you're in. If you're not fast, you're not hitting. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like there is a certain 400 foot home run. Obviously, is a skill set. But in a world where I could train you for, if I have you for three, uh, 24/7, 365, like there's a world where there's probably someone out there that's that good at teaching someone baseball that you probably could. Run it like yeah. you said. You I think we've had. Be, Hitting a home run and, and dunking a basketball. I think we've had that one before. Yeah, yeah, it was like, but that one was, what could people do more? Or what, yeah, like, yeah, do, that's right. Oh, more, what could more people do? Yeah. More, more people do. Some people, yeah. But yeah, I but think this it's one is four, four minutes long. It's yeah. just, I don't, even think, I don't even think if you gave me one lap, like, so 400 meters, I don't think I could sprint it in one minute on pace to, like, there's no way. No chance I could. Right. So doing that for, for 1,600 meters, there's no, it's not possible. We watched a dude our high school break a track record at Hard Valley. I think he ran like four twelve. It was yeah, the like, most fun, one of the most fun races I've ever watched. He was flying. Yeah, we're saying wood bats, by the way, for the four hundred yard home run, right? I guess, yeah. We'll, we'll go. We'll go wood bats. Hit. All right. I mean, give me DBB yeah. core. <laughs> Pretty difficult, you know, with a wood bat, but I, I still there's there, that's physically there's a chance. There's no physical. Yeah, chance you might run into a barrel and it just sails out. Right, yeah. exactly. I mean, I can you're, swing you're it. Probably, you get to you get to hit in uh, Denver. Okay, yeah, I'm there definitely go. over there. God, All right, I'll save I'll save my rest. Again, the rock the Rockies next hit week. the jackpot when they got Jordan Beck. He's gonna hit a 600 foot home run there. Yeah, can't wait. Can't wait. All right. For me, guys. Thanks for oh, listening this weekend. I will. I will see you on Saturday. You better to see a friend of the making, making eggs. Pav. <laughs> yeah, Pavoloni. We will see him in Asheville, of all places. Um, he's he's injured right now. Got a broken hand, but uh, we're still going to go down there and see him. Um, hopefully, meet up with him after the game and, and hang out for a bit, chat it up. Um, I was talking to Joe because Joe joined us right after um like in august so i guess we talked to pav probably in june or july yeah um so yeah he just missed him but yeah guys um we're excited about football season being close uh drink wins is a moron and uh we're bringing the boat in and we out